everybody. Welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 27, Genie Plus. And Genie. Genie and Genie <laughs> and, Plus. And individual lightning lanes. <laughs> and, and, and lightning lanes. Look, let's start here. 120 minute rule. Let's let's just start here, right? Um they did a terrible job with the naming service. Yeah, I mean I I think Genie yeah. is as the concept. Like that's a great name, right? But to like have an offshoot of the thing, like I get it to an extent because the plus is for dollar signs. They should have called it Genie Dollar Sign instead of Genie Plus. <laughs> All right. That's good. If you market. don't know what that means yet, we're going to break it down for you. <laughs> so this is something that is at, we're going to talk mostly about Disney World because we've had a couple experiences um, using this fast pass line skipping tool. Um, so we're going to talk mostly about our experience at Disney World, but from what we understand, a lot of this is the same. I did read a difference that apparently you get free digital downloads of pictures at Disneyland if you pay for Genie Plus. So in California, I guess you get all the pictures or you can download pictures, and that's not something that's offered at Disney There's World. There's not like a photo photo pass service is separate at uh, Walt Disney World, so. Yeah, that's what I'm understanding. So, but but anyway, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I'm going to Disneyland, stay tuned because this, this should have some stuff that will help you. Um, okay, so here's, I think it's something he's really talking, important. He's talking with his hands. I'm talking oh, with gosh. my hands. The hands are out, both of them. I think it's something important to to just hit right off the bat. Um, the genie service itself is much more than rides. Okay. So for the most part, like when we talk to people and people ask us questions, they're like, you know, they, they, they're asking about genie and they're thinking solely about the old fast pass or fast pass plus systems. Right. Um, but I just want to get it out there right up front. Like the genie service and the genie plus service, right which are two different things, um, it's more than that. They offer more than that. And so that's that's kind of a thing. Yeah, for sure. And I, like I said, we've used this system twice. I've used it twice. Did you use it? You used it once? I've oh, used, it, used twice. it twice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess this is my biggest tip. I'm giving it away at the beginning, so hopefully you'll stick, stay around. But my biggest tip is just go to the park and start using it. Yeah. I I honestly didn't do a I did not do a ton of research before it. Um and I think that that's probably going to be the case for the majority of guests is you're not going to have read. Now having been there and done it and just wanting to understand it, I've read a lot like maybe a couple hours of reading on how it works. So it is very convoluted, but that's just my biggest tip is just go and just you use the My Disney sp- um, experience app you have to have that on your phone and then the genie or the disneyland app yeah and the the genie um service is is free for anybody the yep. plus is the one that you pay for genie dollar um, sign <laughs> i'm gonna think of that from now on <laughs> me too is that kind I, of i think i need to get like i need that needs to be my next disney shirt right it's like the genie logo but instead of the plus it's the dollar sign 
Yeah, I, I do bet, it. I bet that would be a crowd favorite. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I should have like okay. Genie Plus and then cross it out with Genie Dollar Sign. Oh, this yeah. is great. Don't steal my shirt, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, I guess I'll just ask, is that kind of one of your biggest tips is you just got to go and just start using it? Yeah. You know, I think I think reading some and, and listening to podcasts like this one or others that are out there that talk about it is a little bit helpful so that you can understand what it is that's available. OK, but you're really you're not going to get it until you're actually in the moment of using it. Right. And and conceptually, what you should know is the idea behind this. We teased this really early on in one of our first episodes where we talked about how um, you use the great folks over at Touring Plans, right, to help plan out what your trip would look like, what your day would look like. And they would say, you know, it's five minutes to walk from this part, this this attraction to this attraction. And here's how you maximize it. Right. What what Disney did was they took that concept in house and they called it Genie because Genie is set up in a way that allows you to populate what they call a tip board and then craft what they call my day, right? And so you get to kind of tell it, this is the park I'm at. These are the things I'm interested in. And then based off of um, historical data that it has in there and, and real time data as the day goes along, it will make recommendations to you on what you can do that it that may or may not be of interest, right? And so at yeah. its most fundamental level, it's really was intended to be a planning service. Yeah. And I think that um, to me, that's that's less helpful and useful because I've been so many times I've had the touring plans and all these other things to help me. But if you're a brand new guest or don't use the parks very much, that is one cool thing is that you can start building that genie board before you go to the parks and kind of get yeah. geeked up and excited and oh I want to go to this and I want to try this snack and I I really want to go on these type of rides um and so that again is a free service um it's going to guide you through the parks now to me it has kind of a disadvantage because especially if you're new you're going to be glued to your phone the whole time yeah or you potentially could be. And that to me is not as magical as just like, oh, this looks fun. Like, I want to go try this. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this is one of those ways that uh, now spurs you to the next dollar sign attraction, which is the complimentary or not complimentary chargers that you can get for your phone. If Because um, I have noticed, actually, that it's a battery hog. At least it was for me the last time I went um, to have my Disney experience running as much as I did while I was trying to just play around with the app and do some stuff. If you're a novice and you're really relying on it, um, turn your screen brightness down, turn things like Bluetooth and other extras off because it is going to suck up some of your battery. And that takes away from what you really want to use your phone for, which is not talking to people, but is taking pictures. <laughs> yeah. You want to take pictures and you want to, and you want to be able to have your phone work at those times every 120 minutes. That's an yep. important number to know to pick your, um, your selections. So the other thing I got, my brain's going all over the place. When you said, um, you want to take pictures. That is a cool. I like it. I think it's yeah. a cool feature. This is a paid feature. The day yeah. that you purchase the genie plus for the particular park you're at, there's filters on your phone that are like Disney filters. So you can take selfies with Minnie mouse They're on called your lenses. shoulder lenses. Okay. Photo pass lenses. 
So you're going to want battery power to do that kind of stuff. And that's cool because when you're waiting in line, which hopefully you're not waiting in too many lines with buying Genie Plus, but when you are waiting in some lines, it's cool to take use those lenses and take super cute pictures. And there's even videos like Grogu. He was on my shoulder and <laughs> playing around. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, battery hog. I mean, that's just be aware of that, right? Yeah. As you play with that stuff, it's going to, it's going to, you just need to be aware if you, especially if you've got a little bit of an older phone that doesn't like to hold a charge super well, like just be aware of these things. Now I want to go back for just a second and talk a little bit more about the planning experience because there is a, there is a feature in here that is overlooked, but I think is really, really cool. This goes back to this touring plans concept, but you actually can create your very own map. So when you make selections and you say, hey, here's my day, one of the things that's available within your day is to view the map and the map will populate what times you're supposed to be at which attraction so that you can actually visually look at the distance between places where you're going. It tells you the time that you're supposed to be there. Um, it tells you, you know, and and it also tells you the expected wait time if it's one that you don't have like a reservation for, a lightning lane reservation, right? I think that's really cool. Um, it's something that, you know, as well as I know those parks, sometimes I underestimate the distance between two places. It's like I've walked it a hundred times and I'm like, oh, that's five minutes. And like 15 minutes later, you're just like, dang it, this is further away than I remember it being, even though I've done this so many times, you know, so it's yeah. a good idea to, it's just a neat tool to have this. And I've never had anyone tell me about this map, right? Like this is something that I know about that I've seen, um, but no one ever is like, so this Isn't is this just cool? genie. And this, this is, is just teeny. plain genie, right? This is free. Okay, so uh, a little history of FastPass. I remember back in 2000 when I went to the parks, um, they had Fast Pass. So this is the original line skipping, uh, as far as I know, the, the original line skipping uh, system. And so you would actually walk, you'd get to the park that day, and you'd walk to the ride that you want to do, do. And it's like, you know, you could wait two hours or you could grab this little piece of paper and it will let you go back later and have a much shorter line so they told you most, it told you what time yeah. to come back yeah yeah it'll, it'll tell you a returning time um and so the other thing is not every single thing at disney world offers this it is specific to ones that have spots for two lines like not every ride has the, the line for for two people and two different groups of people so but we're not going to go through the whole list but there are several and and we feel like um magic kingdom obviously has the biggest list of op- options and so that to us is a day when we would want to buy genie plus so you went you went from talking about like the history of max pa- or fast pass to present time yeah i did 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 you do that time warp with me i was like wait a second uh did i tune out did i black out for a second um you're right and what the the only real difference from those original things is they added technology to the equation right instead of a paper ticket fast pass became fast pass plus which was essentially a digital way to receive your return time they added some rules to it you know um, you could only have three at a time to start and then you had to use those three up before you could book another one and then you could keep rolling until basically they ran out, right? Yeah, no, I don't think you blacked out, but I kind of hopped from the history of it to the fact that 
back then they did have two lines like not every ride has the the real estate for two lines to be yeah. able to even have an option to to skip yeah so. yeah so then really i'm just going to go back a little bit so the other history is genie or is fast pass plus and that was digital and you could do that 60 days beforehand and this was these were both free so fast pass fast pass plus they were well not free nothing's free but it's included in the in your ticket yeah it was in the price of admission right that went up every year you know inflation that's okay yeah you know that was a big that was a really big deal because um you know we started off by talking about the the complimentary genie system which basically lets you plan your day out but it doesn't frankly give you an advantage in your day um now Genie Plus or Genie Dollar Sign, as I'm going to call it for the rest of my oh, life. Geez. Genie Dollar Sign um, <laughs> is not a complimentary service. It's fifteen dollars per day per person. Okay, so keep $15 that in mind. Fifteen dollars and ninety eight cents, just in case. See, that's even tax. more. Than I, th- I thought it was just fifteen bucks. No, nope, they raised they raised cents. the price again. Oh my gosh. Well, I think that's with tax. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that that makes sense. When you go to buy it, it just says $15, and you probably just go through it so fast when you purchase it, you don't notice that they added $0.98 cents for tax. I, at least I never have. But Well, and tell them when you can actually buy it, because that's important information. Yeah, so at Walt Disney World, um, you can't buy it until the day of your visit at this point. Okay, So there, there was, um, early on when the system launched, you could buy it in advance. Now at Walt Disney World Resort, you cannot buy it except on the day of your visit. And it is subject to selling out. Okay. So go back again. Remember, Fast Pass Plus, everyone got to make those three selections. If you were staying on property, you got to do them, what, uh, 60 days out, 60 right? 60 days. Yeah. And if you were staying off property, you got to do it 30 days out, yep. which is why you really wanted to stay on property because by 30 days, all the good stuff was gone, right? Yeah. Um, but you got to make your three selections in advance of coming to the park, right? Um, but that also meant that you had to know 60 days in advance. Do you want to do Seven Dwarfs at this time? Do you want to do Big Thunder right. Mountain? You know, like it for people like me that love planning, it's like, oh, sure. But that was not always the best thing. So I remember when we went to Disneyland and used their Max Pass, um, you know, line skipping service. And it was the day of and it was like just as you were there. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And so, yeah, that is one thing I do like about Genie Plus is just. The day you're there, it's like, okay, what do we feel like doing? Right. You know, and it, it is subject to capacity and to sellouts at this point. So uh, when they first launched it, they said, hey, it will never sell out. They realized that that was not true, that it should have sold out because people would purchase it. And there was, you know, you could purchase it at any point in the day. So think about it this way. You know, if if you don't show up to the park till five in the afternoon and you're like, oh, I'm here, uh, I'm going to get my Genie Plus for the day and you buy it, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be super disappointed with what the options would be. You're going to be like, it's not worth $15 per person on top of what I already paid for a park ticket. So, you know, Disney Brass kind of realized that that was really terrible, really terrible guest experience. And so now it is subject to selling out and, um, it limits the amount of uh, distress <laughs> Yeah, you'll go through system. when all of a sudden yeah. you realize, oh, I'm not going to get to do, I'm not going to get to skip all of the lines I thought I was going to get to skip. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and I think, like I said, my biggest tip is just go and just you pay for it and you use it. The other thing is if you're with a group, find somebody you trust and that you love and let let them like make sure you're all connected on friends and family on the app. But then just let one person decide for the whole group rather than all six people in the group trying to get selections because um, you don't have as much leeway as FastPass Plus where you could kind of pick like, I want to do this ride at this time of day. You just kind of say, I'd like to do this ride. And they're like, okay, this is when you can do it. (laughs) Um, So just have one person do it uh, for the group. Um, What about, should we talk about individual lightning lanes yet? Or should we stick with FastPass Plus or Genie Plus? Let's talk about um, just making your first selections, right? So there's a big thing here. So remember I mentioned that with FastPass Plus, there was a difference between resort guests and non-Disney resort guests, right? That that remains true for Genie Dollar Sign, okay? Um, If you're a resort guest, no matter what time the park opens that day, you actually get to make your first selection at 7 a.m., okay? Now, that's a huge advantage to start, but it it's not as big an advantage maybe as you will think it is later on, and we'll explain why when we talk about the 120-minute rule in a little bit. But you get to make your very first selection at 7 o'clock, and that just means that your, your chances of getting some of the best early times for big rides is is better, Okay, doesn't mean that you're not going to have that. And I'm going to promise you right now, in terms of just regular lightning lanes, um, I have yet to see it where at the time park opens, let's say the park opens at 930. Okay, that means resort guests have been making their selections since seven o'clock when the park opens at 930. There's still all of the attractions available. So non-resort guests are still able to make those selections. But the difference would be perhaps that instead of like getting to go ride Space Mountain at 10 a.m., you may not get to go back till 6.30 p.m., right? It may have already pushed that far. And so I've seen that sort of thing happen. But that's the big that's the first big difference on just your regular uh, Genie Dollar Sign Lightning Lane selections is that you're going to have availability but the time frame for your return can be impacted by when you get to make your first selection. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the other important thing to know is, so from what I know, most parks open at nine, nine o'clock. And so there is um, a 120 minute rule. So that means summer, that- Summer you, at eight or 8.30 though. Yeah, but I think it's still, I don't think it, I think anyway, there's so many rules, guys. It, no, but 100, 120, 120 is hard and fast. Yeah, but I think that's not, that doesn't include like early entry. I think the 120 is from Correct. when the actual it's park from, opens. It's from actual park hour opening. So you're you're actually completely right. So, so this is something that you should know that you get to make your first selection and regardless of when, nobody gets to make their second selection until the park's been open for 120 minutes. Okay? Yeah. So, so if you make your first timer. at seven, yeah, if you make your first at seven, you don't get to make another one at nine if the park opened at eight. OK, you actually won't get to make your next one until 10 when everyone that came in at eight also gets to make their second one. Yeah. And I think to me, that's the, the second biggest tip. First of all, just go and just start using it. But my second one is um, once you make a selection, just set a two hour timer on your watch or your phone or whatever. That way you have the best chance of getting you know what you want rather than oh it's 
two hours past the time when I could have picked one and now all that's left is Star Tours or something. <laughs> that's not one of my favorites. Um, now, so I, 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 I want to say this about the two, the 120 minute rule, because this is a part that I'm actually not clear on. When you, when you look at the actual rules on the site, see, it had not worked this way for me and this is why I bring it up, but it says lightning main selections are made one at a time. You must redeem an existing one or wait two hours, whichever comes first, before making another one. So it seems to you're me talk, that if you're talking, talking about, about individual, you're talking about individual lightning lanes. That's nope, what you just said. I, I'm talking about regular lightning lanes. Sorry. Again, that's why I wish they came up with better names for these. Like it's it's confusing. Um, okay. Regular genie dollar sign lightning lanes. Okay. So it says, and that when we say to, when we say lightning lanes, that's the second lane. So there is just like a, a regular line. If you don't want to do any of this, you can just go and do a standby line. If you want to go, if you want to use the genie plus, the actual thing is called the lightning lane. Yeah, what okay. used to be called the fast pass lane. Yes, it's the exact same line. By the way, they didn't. Nothing changed with physically with those lines. They're the exact yeah. same lines. They just yeah. have a new name. So this is something that I, I haven't been clear on um, and may, I don't know. I feel Wait, like I ask, tried this say once. Say it again. Say it again. I'm confused so, what you're confused So the 120 on. minute rule said that you can't make your next selection until 120 minutes after the park opens. But the rule actually says that it's either redeem your lightning lane selection or wait 120 minutes, whichever comes oh, first. Yeah. So that they're saying if you have a one at 10 o'clock. Let's say you, I've never gotten one that early, but if you have a lightning lane at 10 o'clock, then you can go ahead and book one. You don't have to wait until 11 for the 120 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if park opened at eight o'clock and I got a lightning lane for eight fifteen, do I get to make my next selection yes. at eight fifteen? And yes. I have not seen it actually work that way. I've, I've tried it before, you know, maybe it's changed a little bit since then. That's how I read the rule. So I bring this up because I said the 120 minute rule is hard and fast. This is probably the one exception. Most likely you're not going to get a lightning lane that quickly. <laughs> so maybe you won't even get to redeem it within that 120 minute time frame. but I don't know. Well, maybe our listeners could experiment and let us know. Um, I, my personal experience, I've done this twice now is that, I know which lines fill up and I also know which lines, which, which rides I'm interested in doing and my group's interested in doing. And I make that a priority. I don't make it a priority on like, what am I close by or anything like that? And so typically what happens for me is I end up with a bunch of rides later in the day and I just, what we call stack them. So I, I might you know, my first selection might be a four o'clock jungle cruise, which is a line I'm not interested in waiting in, but I like the ride. And so I know that at four o'clock, I'm going to do that. So at 11 o'clock, I'm going to go ahead and book, you know, Big Thunder Mountain or something. Um, and that might be at 11 a.m. Um, so anyway, it's the cool part is you don't have to just select one, wait till you do it and then select another. You just every Every two hours, just make sure that you're going in and making a selection of what's important to you, of what ride is important to you. Yeah, and and something that's just important to know, this will help you manage your expectations. Disney actually says on average, you can expect to enter two to three attractions 
using this Lightning Lane service. Okay, so your oh, fifteen dollars. I know, but I'm telling you, I'm telling manage expectations. Disney has said that. I have experienced not getting two before. Okay. Yeah. So the, so it's true, and I've experienced having seven before. Okay. So I think that average is probably pretty fair, just to manage your expectations. That you, this does not mean that you're going to be able to get into every single one of them because those yeah. lines they do run out of return times, and so um, you know, just just be prepared. There are no circumstances, I think, where you're going to get to go to the park and not have to to wait in at least one standby line if you're going to do attractions, right? Like the Lightning Lane service, the Genie Plus service is not going to help you bypass all of them. Yeah. Whereas once upon a time, I felt like I felt like we did it one time fast. We had a fast pass for every single thing in the park, right? It just worked out so well. Um, but as the parks are busier, uh, it's yeah. much harder to do. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it's vacation, right? Disney World is vacation for most people. Disneyland's vacation. So enjoy the ride, right? Like, I think sometimes we have this, like, completionist, like, we're trying to be, you know, maximize our time. But if if you're getting so caught up in the game of all that, then you might be not enjoying your vacation like you could. So I think there's a balance, but I mean, there is a part of me for sure. That's like, Oh my goodness, I got slinky dog. You know, that's like the hardest um, genie plus thing to get. And so it's, you know, so there is a little bit of competition in that regard, but don't, I would encourage people not to bog yourself down (laughs) with it too much. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to genie double dollar sign. Yeah, I'm about to say, what are you going to call that one? It's a double dollar sign because the price just keeps adding up here. Okay, so, um, you know, Kayla mentioned this to start. There's a list of attractions that qualify for Lightning Lane. Not everything has one, by the way. So there are actually some attractions that don't have a Lightning Lane at all, right? Um, That's okay. I don't know what they are, but some of them don't. Uh, There's not one, I think, for, no, there is for Tom Sawyer, actually. (laughs) Anyways, um, believe it or not, there's some that don't have it, but there are some that um, don't have it because they have an additional paid option to do it. And so um, as it stands right now, there's only one at each park, okay? As of right now, this moment, when it first opened up there, that was not the case because there was two at both Epcot I think there was two at all of them actually right yeah all of them yeah. Um, but right now there's only one and that's because they moved some of them off um at magic kingdom that's seven dwarves mind train okay at hollywood studios it's rise of the resistance um at uh epcot it is guardians of the galaxy Mich- uh, uh cosmic rewind cosmic rewind I got Disneyland on the brain because we're going soon, right? So Mission yeah. Breakout's on the mind. Yeah. And at Animal Kingdom, it's Flight of Passage, okay? So right. the big ones that you would expect, the ones that have the biggest, absolute biggest lines. But when it first started, there were some other ones in there, right? Like Magic Kingdom also had Space Mountain on there. And, you know, Animal Kingdom had Expedition Everest. And well, so, let's not confuse people. This is already confusing. So anyways, confusing. The, the, the point is the list We've changes. We've been talking I guess for many why. minutes of- <laughs> About this I guess that's why I'm bringing so up the the list changes to what it is, um, and it was supposed to revert back actually this week, and luckily 
the folks at Disney changed their mind and said, ah, we'll just keep it as it is for now. So that's not to say that it won't change again in the future, but but that's the thing. But at the end so of the day, like another, yeah, I was going to say another way to call this is like a la carte. Like if you want to just skip one line and they've told you which that one is, that it's the most popular one at each park. It's kind of an a la carte thing. Um, but you do not have to purchase the $15.98 with tax Genie Plus. If you wanted to just, if you only wanted to skip this one ride, you could just individually pay for that. With, with I think, one exception, I think, right? And I think that's that's Mission Breakout. I don't think there's a standby line for that right now. Is that true? Mean, yes. Oh, I, I did it again. Um, Cosmic, Cosmic Rewind. Rewind. Yeah, so right now, Cosmic Rewind does not have a standby line, just like Rise of the Resistance didn't it's have a one virtual, for very long. Yeah. It's a virtual queue. Which so is free. It, which is free. Um, no Genie Plus required for that, but it is subject to being full, right? And uh, so anyways, so this is an option. So the, the cost, yeah, the cost on those rides, it varies depending on how busy the park is. So sometimes it might only be $7 to just skip and you can only do it once per ride. Um, and you can only do two total across all four parks in a day. Right. Cause most, so if you yeah. wanted, if you wanted to park hop to all four parks, you actually cannot book more than two of those individual lightning lanes right. for that, for that day. So it's about $7, $7 at the cheapest when the park's super quiet. And if it's busy, it can go up to $17 a day. Um, but I think we've paid closer to the $15, $12 mark. Yeah, so Rise of the Resistance, you can expect that to typically be 12 to $15. Um, I haven't seen it for less than 12 at any point. And um, Cosmic Rewind actually is 17 uh, and that's basically flat standard right now as it is. It's the most they've ever charged, but because of, you know, it's desirability well, and scarcity. According to my, anyway, according to my little article, it says it's peaked at $17, but currently it's 14 as of August. What? So who knows? Oh, well, we're going to save some money next time. Yeah. <laughs> Not double dollar, just single dollar. Yeah. Sign. Times, times six, right? So that's yeah. the thing. You are not buying a single uh, skip the line pass. That is a per person charge. Okay, so remember we talked about, you know, Disney dollar sign being fifteen dollars plus tax. Well, now this is whatever that individual ride is plus tax. You mean per you mean person. genie genie dollar sign? You call it Disney genie dollar, dollar sign and genie dollar sign and uh, genie double dollar sign. <laughs> oh, gosh, we should mention that genie is re- is referring to Aladdin and genie from Aladdin. yeah the actual genie yeah. by the way i think of robin williams i think will smith yes, did a great I job but yes, but i still but think of robin williams as genie oh, me too. so that's yeah. that's totally his face <laughs> you guys we could talk about this topic for a really long time i would recommend um going and just kind of previewing what is available on you know the parks that you want to go to i in general recommend only buying it at two parks, Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Um, Hollywood Studios, you might feel like, oh my goodness, I only got two or three selections. I would feel like Magic Kingdom, especially if you have kids and you're willing to pay you know, per kid, you're going to feel like, okay, that was worth my money. I, I don't know. I think that it's worth it at Animal Kingdom. Um, I think there's some big rides that, that it's really worth it on. Safari is one of those, right? Like... That's that can 
that line can get really long. Um, sometimes Everest can get long. So I think it's worth it for some of those. Like, you know, we didn't even get into Festival of the Lion King last time we were there, but we could have got a Lightning Lane selection for that that would have helped. So so I think Animal Kingdom's one that, that it could be helpful for. Um, at this point, like, just regular Genie Plus at Epcot, probably not so much. Um, I mean, maybe, but probably not so much. But um, the other parks, for sure. I do want to say one last thing about... Um, individual lightning lane or the a la carte lightning lane or the genie double dollar sign lightning lane okay um just like genie plus if you're a resort guest you can make that selection you can make that purchase starting at 7 a.m okay that is really important that that actually compared to the other one is a huge advantage for resort guests because those will sell out too, right? Like they will sell out and they'll sell out probably in the morning. It's rare that I've seen them last into the afternoon. Okay. Um, it doesn't mean that if you're not staying at a resort, you've got no shot at it, but you got a much better shot at being able to buy your way on to those rides. If you're staying at a resort, um, and, and those resort hotels, by the way, also include non-Disney properties, but they're kind of in there like Swan and Dolphin um, and Shades of Green, which are Marriott properties. So, um, but they're on the, they're basically on the resort route. And then um, the other thing I was going to say is I saw this for the first time when we were there last and it happened to Cosmic Rewind, but a third time to op- opened up for you to buy your way on that um, basically made it one more chance to get on the ride. And that's if you're staying at a resort hotel at like 6.15, a new queue opened up for to buy your way on to Cosmic Rewind, which we could have done, except we weren't staying at a resort hotel anymore. We, we were leaving that night, so we didn't have the, the privileges, right, for evening hours. So just like they have early it, resort morning hours, always, they have late hours so too. It's always so sad that last day at the parks. You're like, oh, oh I know. Sorry, I, I was just reliving how sad I was. <laughs> I was super sad because I got so excited. You know, we were walking around Hollywood Studios and I'm like, oh my gosh, they just opened up Cosmic Rewind. Let's hop over there before we have to go to the airport. But we didn't have a resort reservation for that night, which meant that we weren't allowed to be in the park for the extended hours. Epcot was going to be open until 11. So, um, but it was only open until 11 for resort guests. It, it was open till nine for everybody else. So, so that is your one exception to be to the only two times per day rule. That could be a third time if there's extended evening hours and you're a resort guest. Six yeah. fifteen is when that queue typically opens up. Yeah. Well, and I I will say it's important to know that you're gonna the it is a very intuitive app. It's, I think it's easy to use. They are very clear, like, Hey, it's not been 120 minutes. You can't make another selection until this time. Like it'll, it'll really help direct you with that kind of stuff. Something that you won't be told or read anywhere, um, is that there is a five minute grace period before your, your time slot. So it's like, Hey, you can come back to big thunder mountain at 11. Well, you can really go back at 10 55. Um, and then there's a 15 minute grace period at the end. Um, but as far as I know, there is nothing beyond that. We actually, actually, as I say that, we were with a group and we were making selections at weird times. We weren't all together for one reason or another. Um, 
and they can see like you know you you scan your magic band that's another thing when you go back you have to scan your ticket or your magic band so that they know yes indeed you do actually have a lightning lane reservation um but they they can see like hey you know you're 10 minutes early but the rest of us in our group it was within our window and so i remember them being lenient they're like okay yeah you, you guys can all come in yeah, there's there's Disney magic to be had if you are magical with cast members. Um, but it really is all about who the cast member is. Like, yeah, you can be yeah. you can be as charming as you want, and if they don't feel like it, like they're not going to do anything. But I, I experienced that both on the orchestra trip in February, where we had someone who their return time was like two hours after ours, right? And we were like, look, this is what it did to us. We thought it was all the same. Anyways, they were like, just go. It was Star Tours, and I think nobody cared anyways. But um, oh, <laughs> I'm about to say. But the line was like, like 30 minutes like, we'll long. They're like, so. we'll pay you to come on this ride. <laughs> no, the line, <laughs> the line was long. But it is. It's about the cast member. They they can clear the system and let you go. Um, yeah. And the fun part sometimes is seeing who's a rookie because, like, you'll ask them a question. They're like, I don't know if I can do that. And they'll look at someone else, and they're like, of course you can do that. You you can do what you want. You're the cast member. So yeah. 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 Be nice to people. That's your key in life. Well, you know, when you're deciding whether it's worth it or not to you, I mean, you have, you have to determine your budget and your family and your situation. I would say though, you've already paid a good amount of money for this vacation. If you want to maximize and do more things, or if you know that your family is not really good at waiting in lines, but maybe they can learn that skill. But, <laughs> um, then I would say you're already there, pay the extra. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of people that are upset that prices go up and things, but I do think that this is a nice thing that they are trying to prevent having to raise, you know, admission prices as much and giving people that would be willing and want to pay the extra, you know, price to save some time an option. And and look, there are some controls on it too, right? I think that, you know, Contrast this to Universal's Express Pass Unlimited, okay? This isn't like that, where you can go on as many of those rides as often as you want, and you don't have to have a reservation, right? Like that, that really slows down some rides over there. Oh they my did gosh, put, yeah. They we did, did we didn't even talk controls. about the regular, we didn't even talk about the regular people in the lines. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, that's like a whole other episode, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> of, yeah. Of, of trauma. But yeah. uh, as you watch, as you watch Lightning Lane, people just keep filing through and past you, right? Yeah. If you ever wonder why your line's going slow, go find where the Lightning Lane and the regular queue meet. And that's the answer. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. But so, you're right. Universal, Universal, you pay a lot more, but you can do a lot more. Yeah. It's basically another whole ticket, right? Like it's double the cost, but there's no controls on it other than the fact that there's only three rides that aren't part of the system and you can go as many times as you want for having bought basically a second ticket and um, they do sell out of those but but that's like look at least Disney's saying we want to try and make uh, folks that aren't going to be in this situation of, of having maybe the extra funds to, to purchase these tickets we want to not completely diminish their experience yeah Okay, well, you got to give us a nickname for the Universal, whatever it's called, pass. What's the actual name? It's called the it's called the Express Pass, and and there's two tiers of that. There's like a there's an Express Pass that has some limits, and then there's the Express Pass Unlimited. That's the name of it. So right? like Platinum, maybe we call it like Platinum. 
Yeah, it's like uh, like you know the American Express black card, right? Like that's what it okay. is, you know. <laughs> universal, universal, universal Express black card. I don't know. I don't know. Genie, genie dollar sign's pretty good though. That's. I do think I'm on. I can see. I can see trademark a gold here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, guys! Well, thanks for exploring a little bit about Genie Plus, and honestly, this is just a little bit about it. If you want to know all of the rules and all of the convolutedness of it, read about it. But just go fun, have fun, and and play with the app, and 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 do the lenses, Minnie Mouse. Hello, you get to take a selfie with Minnie Mouse. It's pretty fun. I, I will admit it's it's pretty fun. Um, have fun though. That's that. Look, that's the end of the day. That's what the whole thing's about. Just have fun. And I think yeah. it's trying to make you have fun. We would love to hear your feedback. If you've experienced it, tell us what you think. Um, if you got questions, let us know what they are. You know, maybe we can, we can address some of those because I feel like we just made a big mud pie and we're just going to leave it on the table. And (laughs) there is a lot to it, but it, it, it does really work out for you as you get, get used to it. The other photo pass lens that's fun is you can eat a Mickey bar and it gets chocolate on your face from the Mickey ice cream bar. (laughs) I don't need a lens for that. (laughs) <laughs> we have some children that are really good at that one. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, guys. Well, have fun. Maximize your time. And if you don't want to maximize your time, don't pay for it and just go get in line and have a Mickey bar and just, it's all good. Yep. Smear it on your face. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. <laughs>